It is Monday, August 10th, 2020, and just take a moment right now to think about what has accumulated and piled up. Do you have a stack of papers around you? Do you have some project that you're working on that you've gotten behind on? Is there something that's sort of accumulated and piled up, maybe getting back to responding to emails, messages, planning events, right? Whatever is sort of accumulated over the past several months, all the way back to January, is what we're focusing on with this big Saturn transit over the next 100 days or so. So this is our time to go back to what was happening in January, February, what aspirations did you have for this year? What goals did you set? Where did you see yourself getting to by the end of 2020 before all the sudden upheavals and changes and big challenges when Saturn moved into Capricorn? Uh, what were you kind of envisioning for this year? So now we've had some setbacks, some delays, some obstacles, limitations that Saturn brings, especially in its own sign of Capricorn, even doubly so. We have massive limitations, plus it's with Pluto, the sign of revolution, repeating an aspect that hasn't happened since 1776. So we're in major revolution throughout the world. But on a personal level, it's where we always focus on what can you control? What can you focus on to work with these energies? Because you can't control the massive global population and what's happening externally, but we can always focus on what's happening internally. And maybe this past week you felt more introspective and maybe even aware of your own mortality and just meditating on life and your purpose and death in general. And this is very common. I'm, I'm talking to a lot of people recently, done a few readings recently. This is a very common issue coming up right now with Saturn and Capricorn, right? Saturn is father time. It's about delays and setbacks and limitations and life and mortality in general. And it's aspecting Mercury and the sun, which are in Cancer. So the sun is where we look to for our vitality, our soul, our essence, with Mercury, the intellect, the mind, the thinking, thinking about our essence, thinking about our soul in the moody sign of cancer, an emotional and intuitive and maternal sign of cancer, which is aspected by Saturn. So cancer and Saturn, uh, those two energies together can create depression, introspection, and feeling more somber and more internal. So this energy of the past week, maybe you felt that, or maybe over the next week you'll feel this, but Sun and Mercury start to move forward. So by next Monday, they'll be in Leo. But this week, all that stuff holds. Everything I said so far is the general tone for this week ahead of thinking about what have you started? Where are you going? What have you created? How are you responding to all these obstacles, limitations, delays, setbacks, challenges? And, and what's happening with your projects? And what's, what open loops have you created? What do you want to complete and move forward with? Because we move into the new moon next week. We also get Sun and Mercury going to Leo next week and Mars goes into Aries. So next week is a it's going to be a big push, right? A lot of action and movement and going forward. But right now, Mars is in Pisces, Mercury and Sun are in Cancer, Saturn's still doing its retrograde in Capricorn for quite a while. So all this energy of going a little slower, being more introspective. And what have you created this year so far? And what do you want to build on from what you've created so far? So positive expressions of ways of working with this is always to talk about all this stuff is just energy that we can work with. And it's going to affect all of us differently. And it depends on your birth chart. So you want to know your birth chart and see where your Capricorn is. 
So maybe you've got Capricorn in the first house. This is going to affect you personally quite a bit. Or maybe you've got in the 10th house. It's going to affect your career quite a bit. Uh, and you look where Cancer is in your chart. Right? And that's going to show you that area, that house of your life, how it affects you. If that's all a little over your head right now, it's okay. You go to quietmindastrology.com. You can sign up for the Vedic Astrology 101 course or sign up for a reading and we can talk about it more in depth there. But this week, positive expressions, ways we can work with this energy. Go back over lessons that you've learned. What teachers have you worked with over the past several months or, or the last year or so? And what lessons have you learned from them? What do you want to integrate? What do you want to apply that you've learned that you haven't applied fully yet? It's a great time for reflection and introspection. Things like journaling or just taking a long walk in nature with no headphones, no external stimuli, just introspection, just reflecting on, you know, whatever comes up. And this is so good for the brain to just have times where you do nothing like meditation or walking in silence. It, it basically initiates the default mode network of the brain, which is a fun little topic if you ever want to research that. But when our brain goes into that mode, it's sort of processing and digesting everything. It's almost like if we're uh, thinking of our mind like our stomach. And in a way, we're almost, if you're like me or many people, we're always taking in information. There's so much constant input of information all the time, especially today. And that's going into your brain and your brain's got to process it just like your stomach's got to digest and process things. And you imagine if you just kept eating and snacking all day without stop, that would create issues, obviously, right? Same thing happens mentally. We've got to have times where we're not taking in information and stimuli so we can process everything and go slower. Saturn encourages us to slow down. It's aspecting Mercury, which likes to move fast. So go a little slower this week, a little slower than comfortable. It's okay. And it's maybe take some time for self-care. Take a nap. Go for a long walk in silence. Uh, do some sort of self-care stuff that you like. I love acupuncture, massages, things like this. And that's a good way to focus on the positive possible expressions of this. Otherwise, you might just feel restless because you want to move. Mercury is like always wanting to move, but it's in Cancer aspected by Saturn. So it's like these delays. It's like emotionally sort of up and down. Should I do this? Should I do that? I don't know. What do I feel like? I'm not even sure. And it can create this sort of restless, moody energy and the negative expression. On the positive side, we can be more imaginative right now, especially with Mars and Pisces. And use this time to think about, you know, if, you know, if I, if I could rule the world, what would I change? If I had a million dollars, what would I change right now? If I just suddenly got this windfall of money, what would I do differently? If I could just start over from scratch, right? Using this imagination and just think about what do you want to create? And maybe you, you know, have the misfortune of losing a job or, or having a very negative impact from all this stuff this year. and there's this opportunity in that. I know it's maybe uncomfortable or difficult to think of it that way, but always it's it's so important to to find why is this happening for me rather than to me. And I always think of the book by Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning, where he was in a Holocaust camp, the worst possible scenario you could be in. And he saw that the people who fared the best and mentally withstood those challenges were the ones who focused on what can I make of this? What can I do with this? And, and the ones who had the most despair 
didn't fare as well, obviously. So a great book if you're interested in learning more about that. But the mindset is just so important of like, what can I learn from this? Well, how can I grow through this pandemic and these challenges and limitations? What have I learned over this year? How do I want to apply that if I could create anything from this? If I could just imagine I have a blank slate and I have full autonomy and agency, what would I want to create? Maybe it's I want to work less. Maybe I want to change my profession. Maybe I want to learn new skills. And I know there's there's so many limitations and delays and setbacks and challenges on all these things right now, but we can use this time right now, this week, to imagine, okay, well, what if we just focused on what's possible and maybe even a little bit beyond what I think is possible? What would be a little uncomfortable? Like, I don't know if I could do that because next week we're going to get a big boost of energy to take action on those things and a big boost of confidence. But this week, it's more introspection, more reflection. Uh, there could also be sudden gains in wealth this week. That's going to depend on a lot of aspects. And of course, you always want to focus on putting in your own hard work and creating the opportunities for those gains to come in. Now, it's not just going to magically happen necessarily, but you focus on what you can control, how you can influence that and make that more likely at least. It's a good week for focusing on activism and what you can do to be of service to the greater good of humanity and your ideals. And it's a good time for focusing on what you love and is it music or art or uh, doing your own like, beauty products and your makeup? Uh, is it your fashion? Uh, finding things that you love because Venus is with Rahu and Gemini. The Gemini brings like this childlike curiosity and playfulness, the Venus, the love, the beauty, the art, romance and your partnerships. And with Rahu, this infinite energy of Rahu to move things and, and it's insatiable energy with Venus and relationships. You might feel intense passion in your relationship or for a new relationship and uh, finding ways to be playful and draw. Like me and my partner, we uh, had a night of drawing recently with this energy. That's a great way to use this energy. I've been playing guitar again, which I haven't done in quite a while. She's been getting into art projects again, which she hasn't done in a while. So this is a great way to use that. If you like to dance, sing, whatever it is for you. And another negative expression of this is like, you might feel just resistant, just like you don't want, you feel like everything's kind of constraining you. Like, oh, I have to do this, but I can't do that. I can't do that. Uh, that's a negative expression. If you find yourself in that mindset of like feeling so restricted and limited and finding all the reasons you can't do things and things, reasons you're blocked, try to switch your attention over to these positive expressions of this energy. So again, everything can express positive, negative, or neutral, just like the atoms in our bodies. And if we focus on the negative things, we'll keep, it's, it's hard to get out of that momentum. It creates a momentum. It's like you're going down a hill and the first couple of steps, it's not too big of a deal. But once you get really rolling down that hill, it's harder to stop. And the same thing with the negative or positive momentum. And if we choose to focus on all the problems and things that are going wrong and uh and ignore all the positive possible options and expressions of things then we'll keep finding more of them and it, it's easy to get sucked into those negative rabbit holes especially with the modern media and this, the internet it's essentially you know it'll give you what you want right it's a blank slate and uh despite uh a lot of recent censorship so it's not exactly a blank slate anymore, but uh, you can still find other ideas and different perspectives if you look for them. Uh, but it's 
like I'm not a Christian myself, but in the, I know in the Bible it says many, many times that essentially Jesus asks his disciples, well, what do you want? What do you want me to do? And I, I think that works, that holds as a spiritual truth of the universe, Google, the source, uh, our saviors, our, our people that we worship, they're essentially asking us all the time, what do you want? What do you want to create? So use your imagination to imagine what's possible and know there will be limitations, there will be obstacles, and we are human and we can't just like imagine everything's perfect and then it suddenly is. There's going to be ups and downs. But we can at least start, you know, with choosing to be intentional of like, okay, well, this is the general direction I want to go. This is what inspires me and move in that direction. Otherwise, we just default to negativity. Our brains are hardwired to seek out negative dangerous, fearful things to help us survive, right? It's in our genetics. So it, it takes a sort of a heroic effort to focus on what we actually want to create and what's possible. And this week, I encourage you to do that. And you might feel a little more moody, introspective, a little more thinking about mortality and death. And I think that's actually a positive thing. It brings us more clarity of like, we're finite beings. At some point, it's going to end. And what are we going to do with the time that we do have? So I encourage you to make the most of this time for yourself, doing self-care, introspection, imagining what's possible, reviewing what you've learned over the past several months and how you want to go forward starting next week and sort of clearing the slate, closing open loops, clearing out your email, any sort of unfinished tasks so you can move forward next week with more focus, drive, and intention of where you want to be going rather than kind of ending up wherever other things and external factors are pushing and pulling you. So I hope you found this helpful for this week. And this coming Thursday, I will be sharing a new episode about debunking astrology. Now, there's some fun videos on YouTube of Neil deGrasse Tyson, Bill Nye, uh, Carl Sagan, uh, all debunking astrology. And uh, what do they say? How do they how do they come to this conclusion that astrology is just complete rubbish? And is it right? <laughs> Obviously, I might be a little biased because I have an astrology podcast, but I think it's always important to challenge our beliefs and listen to other perspectives that disagree with us. And in this case, I'm going to do that. I'm going to share exactly what they say and my response, and then you know make your own conclusions. And maybe you want to share this with somebody who's skeptical of astrology and they can listen to it. Or maybe you yourself have some doubts and skepticism. And I think that's healthy. And you should always be open to questioning and looking for uh, deeper explanations and understandings of topics you're interested in. So we'll be doing that on Thursday. Debunking astrology from some of the most renowned scientists and astrophysicists in the world of all time and see what they have to say and why they think it's uh, bogus. And uh, my humble response as just some uh, student of astrology who's been studying it for several years and thinks it's uh, pretty profound and life-changing. So it'll be interesting and fun. And then next week, we'll talk about the new moon and all this energy moving forward for all of us. And I look forward to sharing more with you there. Last little note, those of you interested in the yoga teacher training that I do, the next one is opening very soon. So go to quietmind.yoga, sign up for any of my free offers, and you'll be notified as soon as it comes out. And it's starting in September this year. We only do it uh, twice a year. 
and it's a super fun experience. It's the sister science of Vedic astrology. It also comes from the Vedas, and it gives you all the tools to apply this stuff in meditation, yoga, mindfulness, pranayama, breath work, the philosophy. It's so cool. I love both of these topics so much, and it's why I teach about both so much. So if you want to learn more about applying yoga to your life, even if you don't want to be a teacher, one of the best ways to be a student is to learn how to teach. So I'll be sharing that in the Quiet Mind Yoga Teacher Training, which is coming up very soon. So go to quietmind.yoga if you want to learn more about that. All right. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your week.